0: Hey guys, it's Kay, welcome back to my channel, or if you're new here, hello, welcome, my name is Kay, I'm a professional home organizer and soprano here in Boston, and I'm here to inspire you to live a more organized life. So if you've been watching my channel for a while, you'll probably know a lot of this information already, but I know I have a lot of new subscribers as of 2019, so this information is gonna be new to you, so let it, without further ado, let's talk about how to organize the refrigerator, shall we? Let's do it. An organized refrigerator is such a challenge. It is one of those spaces that I talk about that I call dynamic spaces, which means they change a lot all the time. Got stuff going on, like people are taking stuff out, putting stuff in. It's 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 like always in action. So I feel like the three biggest dynamic spaces in your house are gonna be your Coke closet or the entryway where stuff's always coming in and out, the pantry where stuff's always going in and out, and the refrigerator. Definitely stuff going in and out in there all the time. One week you have leftovers from a restaurant you ate at like three times. The next week you're cooking at home and you have No leftovers, it changes so much. So I'm gonna give you a breakdown about how to organize your refrigerator. And we're not gonna talk about normal organizing stuff here. I see a lot of fridge organizing videos and like blog posts and they have really cute bins. They all look very cute. They're matching, they are stackable, it's amazing. However, I believe the fridge is one piece you wanna pick function over form. all all the time. We're gonna be talking a little bit about science so if uh, you don't care about that go ahead and skip this video uh, and uh, move along uh, because I believe that if you know how stuff works it can help you make informed decisions for the rest of your life. That's enough talking let's move on to the organizing stuff let's talk about that bridge. The first bit of info you should know when trying to organize your fridge is that even though your temperature may say 38 degrees or 40 degrees or however you set it to, that temperature is not consistent through your entire fridge. There are areas of your refrigerator that tend to be warmer, and there are areas of your refrigerator that tend to be colder. So different foods need to be kept in different zones. You've got a hot zone, well that's a hot, it's a fridge. Let's call it a warm zone. So there are different things that we should, should be kept in the warm zone rather than the cold zone. There are some basic rules that apply to most refrigerators. The back of the fridge tends to be a very cold place and the doors of the fridge tend to be a very warm place in terms of fridge temperatures. However, it varies from manufacturer to manufacturer. So the best thing you can do is actually purchase a really inexpensive refrigerator thermometer. I think mine was like six bucks or something like that. Place it in a little area of of your fridge and close the door, don't sit there and watch it and wait for the needle to like spin around. Go ahead and put it like at the top of your fridge, close the door for a couple of hours, come back and check it, then move it maybe to the front of your fridge in like the middle of the fridge, close the door, come back and check it for a little, put it in the door, you know what I'm saying. You will find, undoubtedly, that temperatures vary throughout locations in the fridge. You want to keep especially perishable items in the cold zones of the fridge. That means dairy milks, meats fish, eggs, and fresh juices. You wanna keep those especially cold so they don't grow as much bacteria as quickly. In the warmer zones of the fridge, in particular the doors, you wanna store things that can tolerate a little bit of that heat that have a little more of their own preservatives such as salt, vinegar, things like condiments because they catch up with the vinegar, and mustard, and things like that. Those can tolerate a higher temperature and temperature fluctuation because the door is actually gonna be fluctuating in temperature a lot more too than the rest of the fridge because you're opening and closing the door, Exposed to more of the heat from your apartment or your house. If you own an older fridge and it has an egg compartment in the door, just resist the urge to actually put your eggs there. I happen to have this super cool egg storage container from Inner Design, and the way you wanna store eggs if you happen to not buy them from the store is pointy side down. Eggs that you can buy from the store typically are already packed this way because it's the freshest way to store eggs. They stay fresher longer. It's because of the albumin and the air pocket, the whole thing, it's a whole thing about science and bacteria, I'm not gonna go into it. But pointy side down is the way you wanna store eggs. This happens to be an egg container that I decant eggs into. Decant eggs, I don't is that a thing? Anyway, I put my store-bought eggs into here because it has a solid top and I can store things on top and not have to worry about breaking eggs before I actually have to break eggs, you know what I mean? That way I can use the extra vertical space to store something else. So vertical space is really important in a fridge. If you run out of space, you need to store something on top of the eggs, you're totally like out of luck. But if you have a container like this, all good. And on this one, I popped a food storage label on the back to say the expiration date of the eggs so that I'm not eating rotten eggs because nothing smells worse than a rotten egg. Let's be honest, okay? The next thing you wanna be aware of when you organize your fridge is to establish some zones in there. In my fridge, I'm keeping five categories of things and they each have their own zones. In my fridge, at any given time, you can find leftovers, produce, Meat and dairy. And condiments. Almost all of my condiments are kept in the door. It's just easier for me to find. I subcategorize these. Uh, I have sauces in one area. I have pickles in another area. I've got sort of, I guess, the classic condiments like mustard and ketchup in another area. They're categorized just so I can find them. It might vary from home to home, from person to person, uh, but they are all in the door and all easy for me to find. And there are drinks there as well, non-dairy drinks. The next category I have is meat and dairy, and if you have a dairy drawer in your fridge that's amazing, that is a special place for meat and dairy where it's nice and cold, that bacteria will grow a lot slower, and it's really built for that. It's it's meant to hold your dairy and meat. In my dairy drawer, I have some bins that uh, categorize each thing. I have my meat in one, my cheese in the other, and miscellaneous dairy in another one. You don't have to purchase expensive bins like this one. You can get some cheap ones from the dollar store as long as you have something to catch any juices or anything that may leak from any of the fresh meats or fishes or something like that, that will protect the bottom of your fridge so you don't have a huge mess to clean if something were to happen. Your meats, dairy, fishes, cheeses, all that stuff is gonna be kept in the colder part of your fridge. So if you can identify whatever the coldest parts of your fridge are, you wanna make sure that your meat and dairy are especially Uh, Stored there and you want to be careful especially with the milk milk should be stored in a very cold place that is uh, Usually towards the back of the fridge. I like to put my milk way in the back if I have dairy milk Which is almost never nowadays because I'm not eating dairy right now, which is sad I do like bins in the fridge for things that don't stack well. Stacking is one of those things in the organizational land that is magical. It solves all kinds of problems. It uses vertical space because we love a good vertical space filling thing. It's amazing, it makes your life so much better. However, there's a lot of things that you can buy from the grocery store that just don't stack well. Bags of uh, spinach, for example. Uh, Bags of carrots, those things just don't They don't stack, so you can't use the vertical space. So in that case, I love to use produce storage bins. We eat a lot of produce in this house. We don't eat a lot of processed foods. We process a lot of our own foods, and we eat a lot of produce. So I was running out of room in my produce crisper drawers, which we'll talk about in just a second, but I needed some extra space to store fresh fruits and vegetables. So I bought these really cool storage containers. The first container that I've talked about that I love is the lettuce holder from progressive this is an awesome thing that i've been using i think i've had this for like 10 years and i love it it looks brand new but i keep my fresh greens in it and it actually has a little splitter that you can put in here so if you you can put like lettuce on one side and like cut carrots on the other side you know you can do whatever you want so but it's awesome because you can put a little bit of water in the bottom if you're produce needs some humidity to basically stay fresh and we'll talk about that in a a couple of minutes but i love this lettuce container and plus i can store things on top of it so i have an extra bag of spinach and that's going to go right on top of here and not bother anybody and uses up all the vertical space in my fridge which is amazing it also has a little vent so you can open and close the vent and uh cause it to get more or less airflow or keep the humidity inside Another product that I've been trying out for a little bit and I actually really like is the OXO Produce Keeper. I was hesitant to give this product a try because I was like, why is it better than the Progressive container? But it actually is different and it works really well actually. What's great about this container is it uses some activated charcoal in this little filter here and you can take this whole thing out so that you can use it as a colander when you're rinsing your vegetables, which is amazing because I would, I love not having to like dirty a separate dish, you know what I mean? Like I wanna dirty as few things as possible. So I love that this is double duty, and this is from OXO. By the way, any products I'm talking about in today's video will be linked down in a description below. Uh, They will be affiliate links that support the channel that allow me to keep making free videos for you guys. So if you wanna use those, greatly appreciated. You may also have other things in your fridge besides those five categories. You might have medicine in the fridge or like me, you may have leftover dog treats. Yes, he has his own bin for his leftover bully sticks. Why are you hating? Why are you judging? I can see you, I can see you judging. And finally, let's talk about the, the CRISPR drawers. I've done an entire video on the crisper drawers, but we're gonna go real fast because we're doing a whole fridge thing, okay? Last time a couple people got mad because I'm talking science, but like, I need to know why things happen in order to make educated decisions for the future, so uh, just come with me, come with me on the journey. Most standard refrigerators have two crisper drawers in order for you to store your produce. You may wonder what these settings are for, the high humidity setting, the closed vent setting, the fruit setting, the vegetable setting. What does it all mean? Well, my friends, it's all about ethylene, the wonderful plant hormone. Yes, it is a hormone. I had somebody in the last video say ethylene is not a hormone. It is. An, it acts as a hormone in plants. It is a gas. Hormones are nature's little messengers. They just tell. They tell other cells and molecules to do things. They. They like oh you oh, go, go and ripen. And that's exactly what they do. They go and they tell plants to ripen. I think all plants are emitting this hormone to some degree, but some are worse offenders than others. Apples happen to be the one of the worst offenders of emitting ethylene and producing it and like spreading it all over. And some fruits and vegetables happen to be particularly sensitive to absorbing it. Vegetables and fruits like ripe avocados and bananas and leafy green vegetables. They tend to, they see the ethylene, they take it in and they rot and they go lame. And that being the case, you don't wanna put these two things together. So apples and all the other things that are producing ethylene you wanna keep in the same crisper drawer and you wanna keep the vent open so that air can flow. And the vegetables and fruits that are sensitive to that ethylene you wanna keep in a separate crisper drawer with the vent closed for higher humidity and you wanna keep those separate from the other ones that are producing all the ethylene. It's the main reason I get very upset very on tilt very disturbed when i see fruit bowls with these two specimens together (gasps) he produces ethylene a lot of it this guy he's ready to accept that ethylene he loves it he wants to ripen all the time get them together it's mushy it's gross don't keep these together and you know what we're talking we're talking about the fridge but don't keep these in the fridge don't They're just gonna get brown and nasty. Don't do that. Because even I can't remember which ones are which, I've created this free guide that you can put up next to your refrigerator for the ethylene producers and ethylene-sensitive guide. You can download it free at my website, go ahead. It's totally free, you know you wanna do it. I have one next to my fridge, it's awesome. One of my favorite methods for controlling the ripening and uh, all the grossening of your vegetables and fruits in the refrigerator is to put one of these blue apples in there with them. It has a little packet inside of a substance that will absorb ethylene for for a time. You do have to change them out every uh, few months or so. And uh, it will make your fruits and vegetables last longer. I believe this is pretty cheap. I think they're like 10 bucks. And then you just need to buy the refills. They're awesome. So uh, link down below. They're awesome. Lastly, particularly if you have young children who need to like reach a snack every now and again, you might need to keep that stuff together, the snacks that they can go ahead and grab. Wanna keep those in a little bin with their name on it and says like Brian's snacks. That actually helps the refrigerator not get so crazy. Just make sure you keep Brian's snacks like filled up, otherwise it's he's gonna be reaching everywhere and it's not good. Question of the day. There is a lot of debate over whether or not you should keep tomatoes in the fridge. I personally don't do that. But there's like, it's a hot button debate. Tomatoes in the fridge, do you do it? Leave a comment down below. I say it's mushy, gets like weird, mealy, If you like this video, give it a big thumbs up. And if you want to watch more videos like that, uh, go ahead and subscribe. I publish three times a week and I make more organizing videos and dog videos and singing videos than you could ever want in your life. Uh, this is Clover. He's coming to say goodbye. He really wants to take a nap, but I wanted him to be in the video. Alright you guys, I hope you're having a great morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hey guys! Oh my gosh, took it from my phone. Hey guys, it's Kay. Welcome back to my channel, The Organized Soprano. I'm Kay. I'm a professional home organizer. Oh my gosh. Clover, you want to be in the video? Oh, it's too much glare with my glasses on. I was gonna be like all, like nerdy. Okay, but that's not, it's not in the cards.